Dish TV is better than cable TV. Why? Because you can save 45% on packages compared to your high-priced cable bill. Wow. Take those giant scissors out and cut the cable. And save with Dish TV. Plus, you get a free DVR upgrade to record your favorite shows and free installation. And with Dish Anywhere, you can watch TV for free on your mobile device. Act fast. You can save hundreds of dollars. Does your cable company do that for you? Get all the best TV programming at your fingertips at a fraction of the price of cable TV. So say adios, arrivederci, goodbye to the high cable bill, and save up to 45% on Dish TV packages today. These are limited time offers and can change at any time. Call fast. 800-405-2561. 800-405-2561. 800-405-2561. That's 800-405-2561. Listening to Sports Econ 101, the show where we discuss sports topics from a business perspective. I'm your host, Edward Brown, and my co-host, Bruce McGowan, will be here in the second segment, along with our special guest, Rich Walkoff, KGO 810 in San Francisco. Uh, He's been on the show a few times. We always enjoy talking to him. Uh, let's see, at each uh, commercial break, we're going to ask a sports trivia question. Um, and uh, the winner is going to just get a congratulations. That's what we're going to do for today. Uh, at each, uh, Let's see here. You can listen to Sports Econ 101 on iHeartRadio, TuneIn Radio, Sports Byline USA, CRN, and many uh, stations across the country, and Armed Forces Radio, which we also want to give a shout-out. Thank you very much uh, for your service. And let's see here, a few things that we'll probably cover in the next few segments uh, if we have time. Uh, Supreme Court decides each state is now allowed to decide if it wants sports betting. Uh, We're going to talk about what the impact on Vegas this will have. Uh, I also uh, wondering if the NFL would become more popular. You know, they lost a lot of ratings due to the uh, protests, uh, kneeling, etc., as uh, more gamblers will be more interested in uh, betting, uh, thinking about what TV ratings will do, all that sort of thing. Uh, David Tepper, the uh, minority owner of the Steelers, buying the Panthers. I'm wondering if there's a problem with that. Uh, you know, maybe a, a potential conflict of interest, but we'll, we'll talk about that. Uh, recently, James Harden, he's not getting the calls for the fouls that uh, actually may have been travels. Uh, wondering if that's good for basketball. You know, it's, it's exciting to watch him shoot the threes, uh, doing the old Charles Barkley step back uh, travel. But uh, uh, we'll we'll talk about that and see if it's good for for basketball. And is the Warriors Cavs finals good or bas- bad for basketball? You know, it reminds me of uh, the Celtics Lakers those of the nineteen eighties. We'll talk about that, too. This segment of Sports Econ 101 is sponsored by Pacific Private Money, providing mortgage investments that are currently yielding over 7.5%, secured by Bay Area real estate and uh, real estate throughout California. Doesn't get any more conservative than that. Check them out at PacificPrivateMoney.com. Don't touch that dial. You're listening to Sports Econ 101. We'll be right back. 
This is Mark Honf, co-host of Mortgage Investing 101. Did you know that you can earn, year in and year out, returns of 8% and more on your savings and retirement accounts? Mortgage-backed investment strategies such as trustee investing and mortgage pool funds can do just that. Since 2008, clients of Pacific Private Money have consistently earned high yields on their investments. Find out for yourself how you, too, can profit from these real estate-secured investments. Call 415-883-2150 or visit our website at PacificPrivateMoney.com. This Father's Day, give Dad what he really wants. Brews and views on a Hornblower dining cruise. Feast on an elaborate buffet with bottomless beer and mimosas on the Beer Brunch Cruise. Or get dapper with Dad on a four-course seated dinner cruise. Spend quality time as you cruise under the Golden Gate and around Alcatraz. And relax while listening to live entertainment. Visit Hornblower.com to book your cruise today. Hornblower.com If you or a loved one is suffering from a physical or emotional condition that has left you unable to work, then listen carefully. Take this number down, 800-593-7491. That's 800-593-7491. When you call, you'll speak with a Social Security disability expert and get a free evaluation to see if you may qualify for disability insurance benefits from the U.S. government. That's right, a monthly cash payment paid directly to you from the Social Security Administration. Whether you're applying for the first time or you've already been denied disability benefits, call now. The disability attorneys at Pinnacle Disability can help you build your case, file an appeal, and represent you at no upfront cost to you. Don't wait another minute to see if you may qualify for your Social Security disability benefits. Call Pinnacle Disability Group at 800-593-7491 for your free case evaluation. That's 800-593-7491. 800-593-7491. Call now. Now you can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. The backyard's looking great, Rob. Thanks, man. I was planning on adding a deck, too. Know any good contractors? Why don't you just ask HomeAdvisor? Home what? HomeAdvisor.com. You just tell them about your project, and they match you with local pros that can do the job. Nice. Now, how much does it cost? Oh, HomeAdvisor's totally free to use. Plus, you can read customer reviews, check pricing, and book appointments for free. What's the website again? HomeAdvisor.com. Or just download the free HomeAdvisor app. HomeAdvisor. Welcome back to Sports Econ 101. I'm Edward Brown, your host, and Bruce McGowan is in the studio. And Bruce, who's on the phone with us? Yeah, we've got a good friend of mine, Rich Walkoff, who worked for many years as the sports director at KGO Radio, which is the ABC affiliate in San Francisco. He was there for over 30 years. And, and Rich, with uh, this show airing uh, about, I believe, about the time the second game is getting underway, uh, the Warriors and the Cavaliers for the fourth straight year. I don't remember, I don't think in any sport there's been two teams that have met in a championship series um, four years in a row. you know This series is kind of intriguing, but at the same time, I don't think anybody is picking the Cavaliers. Do they have any chance in the world in this thing? <laughs> what a blowout in game one he's projecting. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. You know, who knows? <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, it's LeBron James in a prayer, but how in the world can you fathom this hodgepodge Cavaliers roster 
going to be able to hang with a Warrior team that is uh, coalescing, at least in the second halves of the last couple of games against the Rockets at the right time. So it's the biggest uh, mismatch that I can fathom in in decades in the NBA Finals. I don't know. You know, it's it's if Draymond Green does his his latest, uh, you know, every time he throws the ball away, they they end up on the losing end or, you know, well, okay, the beginning of game uh, seven, he was throwing the ball away like he usually does, you know, and, and they were losing like crazy. When he start, stopped throwing the ball away, that's when the Warriors kind of picked up. You notice that? Yeah. Yeah, sure. I mean, I think he tries <laughs> to make some of these uh, more uh, adept passes or, or tricky yeah. backdoor cuts and the like, and, and I think he – he miscalculated uh, the aggressive and, and savvy defense of the Rockets. That was an unbelievable series. But, you know, had it not been, you look at the totality of the Warrior run, how fortunate were they a year ago when Kawhi Leonard got hurt when Jaja Pachulia, yeah. uh, you know, came down on his, on his leg. How, how fortunate were they when Kyrie Irving broke his kneecap in uh, the first championship win in 2016, I believe it was. Yeah. And then how unfortunate they were when Draymond was given that suspension in game five uh, two years ago when they would have won it up 3-1 had they had him going back to Oracle and and the Cavs made that incredible comeback. So they've been uh, living the charmed life and then had uh, snake bit another time. But right now, after their win over the Rockets, I mean, I feel there's a huge sigh of relief for Warrior fans and the organization and they're they are not going to be denied. I don't think there's any question. Well, is Iguodala going to play? Well, it's very iffy. I mean, he's getting a second opinion on that bone bruise in the knee when he banged uh, banged legs with James Harden, Harden yeah. a week or so a week or so ago. And without Iguodala, this team it's is tough. certainly vulnerable yeah. at, at, on the defensive side. You're only as strong as your weakest link. And, yeah. You know, the Warriors do not have anyone to take his place. And and what's going on with McGee? How come he hasn't played? He's well, he didn't matter. Well. He does, the Warriors don't play the bigs like McGee and Pachulia and some of these other players because in the games that they were playing against Houston, the bigs don't match up in the type of, uh, you know, with, with that particular style. You will see them play a lot more against Cleveland. Tristan Thompson. Yeah, it's a different. It's a different team. Cleveland, Cleveland wants to go half court. They're yeah. not going to try to get into a track meet with the Warriors like the Rockets yeah. want to go up and down. Yeah. So the center position almost becomes a, you know, a, a non-entity. So McGee, McGee, Pachulia, and David West hardly played the other two. I don't yeah. step on the court. You, you know, I think in the. I think you'll see McGee against. Uh, against uh, Tristan, Tristan Thompson. Tristan Thompson, yeah. You know what, uh, if you noticed the, the last game of the Celtics-Cavs uh, game, LeBron looked absolutely gassed. And how old is he now? He's, he's, 30, 30, he's 34. 33, 34. 34 well, yeah. you know, the thing about him, though, he is not only superbly conditioned, he just has great genes, but I think that there's a, there's a, a level that he plays at right now that it's it's Jordan-esque. It's, ma- it's yeah. like magic. It's like Bill Russell. You cannot stop this guy. You can only hope to Continue. stop his teammates. Yeah. And if you, pu- yeah. if you put enough pressure on his teammates, he can't carry the load alone. Now, he did yeah. carry the load to a certain degree against Boston, but he got a lot of help in that game uh, from, from Green, yeah. uh, from uh-huh. J.R. Smith, of all people. I just don't see guys like that. And Tristan Thompson um, making a huge difference. Do you, Rich, against the Warriors? No. 
No, no, no. Hey, look, I'll give LeBron all the props in the world. I think it was game four or five against the against the Celtics where he was gassed and he was holding on to his shorts and uh, they were commenting openly yeah. on the broadcast that he looked absolutely whipped. And then the next two games he rose up and took it to the superhuman levels and carried his team to the improbable win. And had the Celtics been a little more mature, or certainly had Kyrie Irving or Gordon Hayward, I mean, yeah. that would have been the team to reckon with. As to this series, George Hill and J.R. Smith against Seth Curry and Clay Thompson, I mean, that is a mag- <laughs> yeah. huge mismatch yeah. compared to the Rockets, James Harden, and when they had a healthy Chris, Chris Paul. Yeah. That yeah. duo was out playing Curry and Thompson, and had it not been for Paul's injury, I really think the Rockets were bound for a championship with or without Iguodala's return. I think that's how much it, it meant for the Rockets to lose Chris Paul. Yeah, he was yeah. forced. I, I want to ask you something, and we, you and I were talking about this on the phone the other day, not to regress into the past because the, the series is over, but one thing that fascinated me was that the Warriors, um, because of the fact that Houston had to just expend so much energy without Chris Paul in games six and seven, they had nothing left in the second half, and they wore yeah. down. And it was almost like the Warriors unwittingly played rope-a-dope, kind of like Muhammad <laughs> Ali against George Foreman. You know, George Foreman was totally punched out by the fifth round in the yeah. uh, Rumble in the Jungle back in 74. Uh, conversely, the Rockets were completely gassed in the second half you know, of both a- games, six and seven, because yeah. they, they had nothing left. They didn't have the reserves. They didn't have the bench. And, you know, people seem to forget the fact that uh, the Rockets gave it everything they had. If they'd had Chris Paul, yeah, they might have had a shot. But if the Warriors had had Andre Iguodala, they wouldn't have lost both those games because all it would have taken would have been one or or two good defensive stands in those games uh, three and four, or four and five, and the Warriors would have won one of those. And it's funny because I was exactly thinking the uh, Ali... Mm. Same sort of thing. You just play yeah, but that that was his... that was a plan. I you, yeah. you, I mentioned that to Steve Kerr, and he kind of laughed and said, "You know, that was not planned. Believe me, because he was so exasperated. Yeah. He was sure. so exasperated right. after the seventh game. He joked. He said, I felt like quitting at halftime.' <laughs> and he kind of half was half serious when he said it because they were just playing ridiculous. Yeah. Do you remember the after the first quarter when? Uh, uh, David Aldridge asked him on the air, yeah. what did you think of this first quarter? He goes, the worst quarter of basketball I've seen, and he walked away. Yeah, oh, he was upset. <laughs> you know, it takes a lot to get uh, Steve Kerr is kind of almost, you know, he's almost guru-esque. I mean, he keeps a calmness about him. It's almost like Steph Curry. But even he has his limits. And I think the Warriors the Warriors have been such a schizoid team this year, but it's because Houston took them out of their game and they could only they had a thinner bench and they didn't have the big guys. This is going to be a much different matchup with Cleveland. As you said, Rich and, and, and Edward, I, I just don't see a – I don't see uh, much more. I, there, there's no rope-a-dope in the no. Warriors. It's, no. not a, uh, it's not a strategy or no. a philosophy, unlike, you know, Ali, that was his M.O. Well, as I mentioned, yeah. it was unwittingly – it happened. It, it sort of it evolved out of you know just because Houston had no other choice they had to go all out for you know one well, half yeah but I mean why were the Warriors so bad and then they go from awful to awesome yeah that old line about throwing a switch on and I don't think it's so much as that as I think they just get a little more focused when things are more dire and it looks good like point Curry is an entirely different player Kevin Durant is an entirely different player. Clay Thompson is, is, well, arguably the best catch and shoot, uh, yeah. you know, uh, shooter you, you've seen, but he doesn't create, so he'll just find his rhythm at, at, at given 
We, we should find out what goes on at halftime because uh, it's a well, third it was, quarter. It, it was interesting. Was, Draymond Green yeah. and, and, and uh, Steve Kerr both said there was a, a lot of talking, and Clay Thompson was the one who was doing most really? of the talking at okay. halftime. Yeah. Hey, guys, we're going to cut to our uh, yeah. second commercial break, our first trivia question. What is the PGA record for the highest score mm. on a par four? Oh, wow. Right? And it was... Uh, Wasn't that, that that movie with Kevin Costner where he kept hitting <laughs> yeah, him to the lake? Right. I remember that. <laughs> All right. That's our trivia yeah. question. Email edward at sportsecon101.com. The answer to this question. What is the PGA record for the <laughs> highest score on a par four? All right? Good game. Uh, I'll give you a hint. that I don't know if this really helps. It was on the ninth hole at the Valero Texas Open. Oh, jeez. <laughs> well, if you're a PGA really fan, you'd probably know that answer. But yeah. I'm I'm not a huge golf fan, so I'm, I'm going to... No, I was kind of surprised that this... Uh, at this number. All right, that, that's our trivia <laughs> question. Don't touch that dial. Sports Ecom 101 will be right back. Results may vary. Not a solicitation for legal services. If you owe the IRS back taxes, payroll taxes, or have not filed your returns, the IRS will get you. They can take your property, take you to court, even put you in jail. One call to Wall and Associates and your tax problems are solved. Wall has saved clients over $150 million in the last five years. Our average client settles for about 10% of what is owed. With one call to Wall, you'll never need to talk to the IRS again. We offer free face-to-face consultations in your local area. Remember, Wall has a proven track record with a total client savings over $150 million. Call now for your free face-to-face consultation. 800-813-9940. Rebuild or replace transmission, $3,200. Anti-lock brake system, $1,000. Rebuild or replace engine, $2,400. Truth is, once your manufacturer's warranty runs out, it's all on you. Every last cent. Get protection for covered repairs with a vehicle service contract from Toco Warranty. Unlike other companies, with Toco, there's no down payment, and the monthly payments are really affordable. Not sure how long you're keeping your car? At Toco, you can pay as you go. Keep your hard-earned cash and call Toco Warranty right now at 800-222-2313 to save big money on covered auto repairs. Prices vary by vehicle, but for about the cost of a tank of gas per month, a Toco plan has your back on expensive covered car repairs. Monthly payments are very affordable. Get your free quote now. Call Toco at 800-222-2313. 2313. That's 800 2313. 800-222-2313. Cancellation fee may apply. Subject to eligibility. Not available in Missouri and Washington. Waiting period and deductible apply. Coverage provided and administered by Warrantech Corporation or its affiliates. Not affiliated with any manufacturer or dealership. Visit tocowarranty.com for complete terms and conditions. This family is at home, but they won't be answering the door. They know that the pounding on the door is a process server from the court waiting to hand them foreclosure documents. So instead of enjoying the home they worked so hard to afford, they sit hiding in the dark. Mom, what was that? But it doesn't have to be this way. This family can save their home, but they must act fast. Call Allied State Foreclosure Solutions at 800-274-7312. If you're being threatened with foreclosure, have been denied a loan modification, missed a payment on your mortgage, been a victim of a predatory loan, or are upside down on your home, it's critical that you call Allied State Foreclosure Solutions now. 800-274-7312. Allied State Foreclosure Solutions has an attorney in your area that will meet and speak with you. You can stop the foreclosure. 
foreclosure process, lower your monthly mortgage payments, save your home and your credit. But you must act now. Call 800-274-7312. 800-274-7312. Not available in all states. Paid non-attorney spokesperson. Welcome back to Sports Econ 101. One more time, I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Bruce McGowan. Uh, first trivia question, what is the PGA record for the highest score on a par four, which is something you it's don't want to do? It's got to be in that movie, Tin Cup. You know, <laughs> yeah, Kevin Costner. Cup, that was the name of it, kept, yeah. Kevin Costner kept hitting the ball into the – it was supposed to be at the Masters, I think, wasn't it? It, it, it was, but yeah, I don't even think no. that that was the record. No, that wasn't the record. No, no. Uh, you got any <laughs> ideas, Rich? Because I'm, I'm pleading the fifth here. I don't. I have no idea. I'm clueless, but if, if I was in the PGA, I probably would have this record. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you and me both, man. I know. They, they, they don't call me duffer for nothing. Uh, uh, okay, so the person was Kevin Na in oh, 2011. I remember that. And he had a 16. A 16? 16. 16. Oh, my God. You and I could. I know. <laughs> can you imagine that? That must have been a nightmare. That must have been like waking. Uh, that must have been literally a nightmare. Yeah, in, uh, in uh, 2011. I'm guessing he wow. didn't win that tournament. I'm guessing you're right. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's a pretty good guess. No, and afterwards they said, no, 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 no. Hey, hey, hey goodbye. goodbye. Yeah. You're going away. <laughs> you're off the PGA Tour. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so uh, before we get to the NFL, well, yeah. a couple of quick things here. So uh, James Harden, uh, he's not getting those calls now, if you noticed in, in Game 7, right. for, the, for the fouls. that you, uh, Actually, if you look at he travels. And remember Charles Barkley used to do that step oh, yeah. back? Yeah, I mean, yeah. literally, it's a travel. It's a, easily a travel. Well, I think James Harden, I think that was one of the reasons why he was not only disappointed because he wasn't able to carry his team to the to the promised land, but I think he just was really frustrated. A lot of people said he was uh, a poor sport, stalked off the court, didn't shake hands. You know, I, I think you could say that. I don't know how you feel, oh, guys feel about that. it. He, you he, know, did. he did not shake anybody's hand. He went right to the... But you got to remember, you're in that situation. You are the guy that's carrying the load, and you're you're just crushed. I mean, that was the most disappointing moment of his career. I don't hold it against the guy. I think it's unfortunate. I would have been in a different situation, maybe. But I don't know about you guys how you feel about that. But I'm not going to. Well, look what LeBron did. Pile when, on him when uh, the Warriors won. I mean, in the last like 15, 20 seconds, he just kind of stopped and went over and congratulated yeah. uh, uh, Steve Kerr and, yeah. and, and Steph. Well, he's a different. He's a different breed of cat. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, well, wait a minute, sense. wait a minute. He's setting the tone. That is the classic way to do it. Yeah. What James Harden yeah. did is inexcusable. You think so, Richie? How I, frustrating. Yes. Okay. I don't like that. I'm, also, I'm, I'm one of these people who gives a lot of give people a lot of rope. You know, I'm yeah. not in there. I'm not in that guy's shoes. So I don't know what he's feeling. But it, when Lynn Dray, oh. remember Dray, Draymond Green fouled him, and he tried yeah. to help him up right away, and he didn't. Yeah. He I think Harden was yeah, just totally dis- he's frustrated. Me, that's a different thing. That's yeah. the key to battle. But when it's all over. You don't have a game without a, an opponent, and, and to walk off the court as discouraged, as, as disappointed, as exhausted as you were, it, it, it's it's disrespectful to yeah. your adversary. Well, especially since it was a, it was a clean game. It wasn't like he had any real issues one on one. I think he was anybody. just devastated. I yeah. think he was he was so out of it. Everyone, every loss. Oh sure, no, no, no he question. Wasn't, he wasn't getting the calls. Yeah, uh, I was, from I, the refs, I was listening to some comments from PJ Tucker and and Green afterwards, and they just sounded like they were so down and out. And Harden was the same way. Again, you know, maybe he just spaced out. 
I don't know. Yeah. I'm not going to put myself – in the greater scheme of things, it's not that big a deal, but I understand why people are going to get so, on the So guy. here's my question. You know, it was kind of exciting watching mm-hmm. him shoot threes, you know, the whole season. Now that they're going to be basically calling it the James Harden rule, and they're going to start calling him for travels on that, is that going to be – you know, is that? I think it's good for basketball from that end, but it's going to be a little less exciting. I don't know, right? I, you know, I'll good. believe it when I see it. Yeah, the NBA has been uh, turning a blind eye to the three-step Euro, whatever you want yeah. to call it, for, for decades, and it, it it is pretty preposterous. But I would feel for Harden in this one respect: in his house, he's knocked to the court two or three times with no whistle. Yeah, and it was yeah. it was a blatant blown. Uh, Yes. of calls yep. that undermine the Rockets' chances to hang on to that lead. Absolutely. I understand his frustration. Yeah. But look, the Stanley Cup finals at the end or every playoff that, that is resolved, everybody shakes everyone's hand. And, I, you know, in the NFL, you see it after a ball game swapping jerseys or whatever. Hmm. And, and for Harden to bail, to not acknowledge the, the, the contestants, I think it's it's a bush league move. Well, again, yeah. I, I I have a feeling he just was in he was spaced out. He was so devastated. Oh, I, I think. I, I think and again, yeah, I'm, I'm giving the guy bad. leeway. I, yeah. I'm, I'm a, yeah. But yeah. hey, let, let's transition though to something a lot more serious, and that is this whole you know NFL new policy. And I'd love to get your guys' feelings about it because I get the feeling Edward, you and and um, Rich probably have differing opinions. I'm going to stay in the middle on this topic and not take a stand, but I want to hear what you guys have to say, because I think you both represent um, two sides. And Rich, let's start with you. Uh, w- w- about the NFL and their policy of the protest, uh, the, the protest <laughs> and, fi- and finding yeah. the players. I mean, don't uh, and I'm playing devil's advocate yeah. here. Don't um, employers have the right to demand certain behavior from the from their workers that they have to adhere to? Or is this uh, strictly a, a free speech uh, issue? Well, it, it's probably a bit of both, but let's yeah. put it this way. In a collective bargaining agreement, you would expect and, and, and imagine that there would be a collective reaching of a, of a determination on how to go forward. The hmm. Players Union was not consulted when the owners unilaterally implemented this 15-yard unsportsmanlike conduct penalty for taking a knee or sitting on the bench <laughs> during the National Anthem which is preposterous on a lot of levels when yeah. you consider the NFL has been so duplicitous about ha- handling concussions and CTE, how yeah. uh, they've allowed wife beaters, uh, people with horrific domestic violence uh, assault convictions play in the league and to call out players whose solidarity on the issue of uh, racial injustice and uh, police activity against minorities that is... Uh, well chronicled to be very, very problematic. I, I just think it's, it's outrageous. Mm, what do you think, Edward? You know, I actually, in this case, I kind of agree with really, uh, okay. with, especially with yeah, the fifteen yard penalty thing is kind of stupid. I, mean, it, we, I thought it was a, yeah. I thought it was a fine. That's what I thought. That's, that's what I thought too. Yeah, I, yeah. Well, yeah. I think Rich was being. You were sort of saying fifteen yard penalty. Sort of. That's it's 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 actually a fine, isn't it, Rich? A thousand or oh, it's a penalty. It, it's it's going to be a penalty of fifteen. Oh, really? So what happens I if both both teams do it? Yeah. Well, there you go. What if you have a number of... It's like a tech- double technical foul, you know. Yeah. Um, you know, up until, up until 1993, you didn't even have the players coming onto the... That's what I was going to say. Yeah. Anthems. And, and the national anthems and the flyovers and the military uh, involvement of all that, it, it, it's, I don't want to say a false flag, but it's capitalizing mm-hmm. on this, this uh, 
this desire to be uber patriotic as though football is an extension of uh, American exactly on the world and the like. Yeah, I mean, it's not like baseball. Baseball is America's sport. No, I, I know, I know what you're getting at, though. No, I, I agree with you on that. It's it's all pomp and circumstance type. It's, of thing. it's interesting though to note, and I didn't know this until a couple of years ago, and maybe you guys know it also or don't know it. That, as far as I understand, what from what I understand, the Department of Defense had contracted with the NFL to give them a certain amount of money so they could do their flyovers and have their military represented every week at every single game. And so they're to recruit people, right? Yeah, to recruit people. So they have a vested interest in this thing, and it just it mucks that up in the eyes of the NFL. The NFL has not mentioned that at all. That's not ever come up in this conversation. Rich, uh, any thoughts on that? No, that's very true. It's it's a commercial. relationship that the NFL has with the Department of Defense. And look, quite frankly, the game of football is a very militarist game. You're trying to take territory. You're outflanking the opposition. You have offense and defense. Your objective is to get to the other person's capital, if you will, in the end zone. <laughs> so we understand those those parallels, but to, to, to chastise and condemn players who take a protesting position or in the case of Colin Kaepernick and Eric Reed, two guys that I've covered for many years and got to know Eric Reed fairly well. Kaepernick was very guarded in the limited interaction he had with the media before his uh, you know big protest statements and the like. These are honorable men doing honorable things treated with such disrespect by the league and the collusion is about as obvious and evident as anything could be. I mean, Eric Reed, a Pro Bowl caliber player, not getting any even offers as a free agent now, is clearly an example of that. And for Colin Kaepernick not to get an opportunity to play, I'm not a big fan of his skill set, but you can't tell me he's not one of the top 60 players at his position in the mm. NFL, mm. all the backups and the like. I just thought it was not kind of... getting an offer? Come on. I always thought it was just kind of weird to... to protest at the game for you know one thing had nothing to do with the other you know well, I, mean, I think it's i think I, it's the only way they feel that they're going to get that audience to pay attention and that is and it's interesting too because kaepernick i guess had been doing it for several weeks and nobody had even noticed, paid yeah. attention no, but to i mean it. It, i think the whole thing was started with the ferguson uh yeah. issue right right so it's like i mean any yeah. of these players if they went to ferguson and 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 held up a sign or something. I mean, they people. Hey, wait, that's Colin. But, but I think the, I think the point is that they're they they're looking at it. Look, we got national television. We got a huge audience. Yeah. This is where we need to make our stand to get people who are here for recreation to kind of pay attention uh, uh, to this okay. important so, issue. So, so now, again, what what happens when um, you get a player who decides? And I'm just going to pick an issue, right. okay? Uh, who's anti-abortion? It just says I'm going to sit down because this country did, uh, supports abortion and and you know what well, I mean. Well, you know whether, whether a, you're for it or not, it's a, it's it's a free. That could happen. It could happen. Yeah. Tim yeah. Tebow in 2012. That's right, Tim Tebow. You're right. He, for that very reason, mm-hmm. was praised by many in the NFL and many around the country for his very zealous stance and politicizing uh, a hot button issue, right or wrong. Tim Tebow expressed his displeasure with the with the legality of abortion by taking a knee. Oh, oh was that the right? was it with doing a Tebow had to do with that? I no, thought it was just no, 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 no taking no, a Tebow. No, no. Tebow was just taking a knee for. Hold on, hey guys, wait, hold on. We got to cut to another break. When we come back. We're also going to introduce uh, Mike Williamson because he wants to uh, uh, mention about a youth sports uh, thing. So hold on. Okay, very simple question: Who won the first World Cup? 
Yep. Oh. Give, uh, give me the year if you can. Yeah. Hold on. Okay. Give me the year if you can and who they defeated. All oh, right. Oh boy. That's, That's our trivia question. I should know that one. Yeah, that's. Uh, I've asked this once before, so you should. I'm remember a, mo- it. I'm a moderate a soccer fan. I, I enjoy this sport. Covered it a bit, and Rich, I know you played it college. Uh, Is that right? Rich yeah. was a goalie in, wow. at the University of Connecticut. Yeah. Hold on. Okay. Yeah. Don't touch that dial. Sports Econ 101. <laughs> I'll be right back. Hi, Sports Econ 101 listeners. I'm Edward Brown. You know me as the host of the show, but you may not know that I work with individuals getting them the least expensive term life insurance policies around. Don't be fooled by the ads you hear on TV and radio. It's always best to work with someone who's completely independent. That's where I come in. If you email me at edward at sportsecon101.com your name, your age, and how much insurance you want, I'll run the numbers through my software program and let you know the least expensive policy around from among many of the top insurance companies. Again, I'm totally independent. So email edward at sportsecon101.com for your free life insurance quote today. Why pay more for life insurance than you need to? I can get you a guaranteed policy where the low premiums are fixed anywhere from 10 to 35 years. So email edward at sportsecon101.com right now for your free life insurance quote. That's edward at sportsecon101.com. If you or a loved one is suffering from a physical or emotional condition that has left you unable to work, then listen carefully. Take this number down, 800-593-7491. That's 800-593-7491. When you call, you'll speak with a Social Security disability expert and get a free evaluation to see if you may qualify for disability insurance benefits from the U.S. government. That's right, a monthly cash payment paid directly to you from the Social Security Administration. Whether you're applying for the first time or you've already been denied disability benefits, call now. The disability attorneys at Pinnacle Disability can help you build your case, file an appeal, and represent you at no upfront cost to you. Don't wait another minute to see if you may qualify for your Social Security disability benefits. Call Pinnacle Disability Group at 800-593-7491 for your free case evaluation. That's 800-593-7491. 800-593-7491. Call now. Being a new parent means every high and low you can imagine. But Evos can make it all easier with a baby monitor you can trust. Go to myevos.com. That's M-Y-E-V-O-Z.com to see how Evos can be the eyes and ears of your nursery. Evos works with your smartphone to provide a live audio and HD video connection to your baby anytime and anywhere. On a date, at work, away on business, even serving your country overseas, Evos helps you never miss a moment. Whether your baby is with a sitter, your partner, a grandparent, or a friend, you'll be right there, too. And with unique features like smart alerts that know the difference between a barking dog and your baby crying, extensive sleep tracking data, and state-of-the-art security features for your peace of mind, Evos is the smart baby monitor for connected parents. And enter the code SPORTS at checkout for $20 off. That's myevos.com. M-Y-E-V-O-Z.com. Welcome back to Sports Econ 101. Again, I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Bruce McGowan. Trivia question number two. Who won the first World Cup? Anybody know the answer to that? You know, Rich. I'll say Germany. I'm going to say England, 1932. Uh, Okay, but you're 1930. 1930. Brazil? No. 
Uruguay. Uruguay. <laughs> Uruguay. Are you serious? Yeah. And they serious? beat they beat Argentina. Wow. Now I, that I, that came out of left field. I, we forget South America. Man, between Brazil, Uruguay, Argentina, there, there's some great soccer down there. Mexico. Oh yeah. No, know, no, yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. So uh, we're going to get a hey, rich stay on the line for a bit, but we're going to introduce Mike Williamson. Uh, Mike, you've been on the show before, and there was uh, you want to do about a youth sports drive. Yeah, yeah, right. Last week we were talking about uh, youth sports and its importance in not just uh, the game, but um, in their future lives. And so I've been putting on the sports equipment drive, which I kind of released a little bit early last week, and I'm getting flooded with calls and oh, such. Good. But uh, it, we're looking for used sports equipment to hand to kids that simply can't play games because they don't have the equipment. But it actually goes a lot deeper than that because uh, these games, the, 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 the sports are creating life skills that they're going to take future in their life, like self-esteem, respect for other people, teamwork and all that such. So we're launching it at uh, gameoftheirown.com. Oh, cool. Gameoftheirown.com. Yeah, yeah sounds familiar. Gotcha. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, yeah. I, I like, like that. that. Okay. So, so if anybody has some equipment or they have, they want to just send you guys some a check or something, that's that's good too? Well, uh, equipment, yes. Also looking for just people spread the word. Okay. So that, just get on of, get online, look at it, and that you can follow the... the right, right. Uh, gotcha. yeah, How long does it go on for? Uh, two weeks, June fifteenth uh, cool. through the thirty first. Okay, cool. and it's local here in Marin, but you know I've seen people do it all over the world. Uh, they just like, mail like, equipment uh, to you. Ashley last week she does sports equipment drives down. Oh, nice. And, okay. And, and, uh, very important. Very important. And uh, I appreciate you you yeah. coming. I, we got you on with Rich Walkoff here. You want to chime in real quickly on uh, the NFL? What, what do you think about that whole situation? Uh, um, well, the whole situation. It seems like it's a situation because. The media and NFL want it to be. Mm. I mean, like, I know Jerry Jones. I mean, that just you know, I, I just I had to. I almost uh, threw up when I saw him kneeling with the players that one time. Well, he wants to be <laughs> he wants to be on the right side of everything. It's interesting to note, though. And Rich, uh, you know Jed York. Uh, Jed York uh, abstained, as did Mark Davis. The two Bay Area owners abstained on this vote. Uh, does that kind of reflect, you know, how they feel? Or are they just sort of being politically correct? Or what's going on there? Well, I would hope that it reflects their wise, mature, and enlightened view of the situation. Although, opportunistically, I think they're smart to, uh, you know, clue into the Bay Area consciousness and mm-hmm. the team consciousness. Seventy percent of the NFL is black. I think it's more like I think it's more like eighty percent, Richie. Nowadays, I think it's I think I it's, cl- it's about seventy percent. Okay. Anyway, so when you when you think of the average African American, if you ask them about their experiences with authorities and you know mm. with police and the like, I think that you would probably hear all too many uh, harrowing stories. And it, look, the, the racist roots of the American culture are undeniable and, and irrefutable. So, for the, the the players to stand in unity and solidarity on this matter, I think is commendable. You know, it harkens back to the. The sweatshirt in the warm-ups that LeBron James wore—I don't know if you happen to see it—and and it read on the front of his jersey, on, on the front of the sweatshirt that he wore during the Celtics series: "We march, y'all silent. We speak up. Oh no, excuse me. He says we march and y'all mad. We speak up, y'all mad. We sit down, y'all mad. We die, you're silent." Mm. Wow. Huh. That's intense. Well, you know, and 50 years ago, this fall, we had the famous black love protest, Tommy Carlos, uh, John Carlos and Tommy Smith at the Olympics. Oh, okay. And both Olympics, those guys yeah. were, were kicked off the team and sent home. 
And to me, that was just ridiculous. But, you know, it was a different world we lived in in 1968. You, you think today is divisive? I remember 68. I was 16 years old. Yeah. We were in the middle of Vietnam. That was the worst conflict that had, at the height of it. Uh, you know, yeah. you had a presidential uh, candidate who was assassinated. Martin Luther King was a – so we were in the middle of, of a lot of – you know, America has been through this kind of – Nonsense before we'll, we'll get through it, all the divisiveness that's going on today. I think, And again, I don't mean to get off on a tangent about this, guys, but I really think it's the media's job to be more informative and to be more um, responsible. And unfortunately, there's an entertainment. Uh, it all comes down to money. It all comes it down. Leads, well, it leads. well, it's all I about say. ratings. And, yeah. you know, the people who that's run it. our profession today, and Rich and I know this because we worked in it for 40 plus years, it is about getting eyeballs and earlobes yeah. and that's the most well, important thing and, it doesn't matter what you say as long <clears throat> rush limbaugh told me this famously years ago before he became famous when i asked him i said rush you're saying some pretty crazy things you know we had been kind of friendly uh because he worked at the station where i was working and i said do you really believe some of this stuff i kind of kidded him and he goes bruce i'm an entertainer you yeah. know that kind of yeah. says it all right there and yeah. unfortunately we have given the entertainers you know, our attention, mm-hmm. you know, people now depend on Comedy Central and Fox News instead of spending time, you know, watching PBS or Wait a minute, I thought everything. I thought everything in Comedy Central was true. <laughs> <laughs> and I read it on the Internet, so it must be. Yeah. But that's the thing. Is we need George Carlin back that's again. That's right, you know? yes. Well, there's so much yeah. competition. Yes. I mean, and that's the pro- That's one of the problems. Well, and actually, too. there actually is less competition. The media is owned, 90% of the media is no, no, owned no, by no. about five companies but I now. don't mean that. I mean, like, you know. I'm talking got, about broadcast you, like media. Instagram and, oh, and yeah. the internet agree. and newspapers still and magazines there's just there's just too much competition so someone says hey how do i get a leg up yeah. on on getting those eyeballs well what what right. do you think about all this rich because you were right in the middle of it well uh, well there's a i think there's a massive disconnect between the nfl owners and the reality of of the african-american experience in america today and mm. that is personified by the statements that they make the decisions that they make and kowtowing to a president who has praised the good people protesting in Charlottesville and the Nazi rallies that were horrifically reminiscent of Germany uh, 70 years ago. And uh, the NFL players taking a knee because of so many unarmed black men being shot and killed by authorities uh, in the name of uh, law and order or, or keeping the peace or whatever. So this, to me, seems to be one of the more divisive uh, aspects of of, of of contemporary American life, and mm. the NFL is is saddling up to the wrong side of history. Mm-hmm. I agree. I have I have to say I totally agree with you. I don't want to get off on a tangent. I said my uh, earlier I was going to take the middle ground on this, but I can't disagree. <laughs> with <you. laughs> So okay, anyway, okay, yeah, I, yeah. I got to bring back one quick thing about sure. the uh, Warriors Cavs. Yeah, uh, the four years in a row now is this good or bad for basketball ratings? And is it kind of reminds me a little bit of the similar similar. It reminds me of uh, the Celtics Lakers of the 1980s. Yeah, uh, right? the Celtics Lakers were a lot more even. I think the Celtics Lakers played three times. Lakers yeah. won twice. Celtics won once, and they were both. I believe the Celtics were in four title uh, appearances and won two, and the Lakers were in something like seven and won five. So, Rich, do you think that uh, this is bad well, for ratings for for attention for the NBA to have these two teams play four times? You a know week? what? If we're going to be airing this program on Saturday. If somehow LeBron James and the Cavaliers would have stolen Game One in Oakland. How is it bad for anything? The ultimate underdog is mm. the uh, the huge favorite. Now, unfortunately, it's more about what did they say? You're rooting for laundry or uniforms over players. 
because today with player movement <laughs> so you know common, it's not it's like the old days when you had Bill Russell's Celtics against Will Chamberlain and Jerry West Lakers. It's, you just have so many. Look at the Cavaliers; they they have they have only two or three guys from last year's team still on yeah. board. That's true. Right. Tristan Thompson, J.R. Smith, who else is on there? I can't think LeBron. of LeBron. LeBron, obviously. But <laughs> Kevin I mean, Love. Kevin, Kevin Love, Love, of yeah, course. But he was brought over in the trade. Kevin Love, as we do this show, we, again, we're not sure if he's going to be, how you know effective he's going to be if he gets back in. Well, so. I mean, the concussion, how long does that last? It depends. It can, you know. Well, he's, uh, had, he's had a history. Oh, he's had a history. Yeah. Of That's right. He so. saw Brandon Belt with a giant having his season shut down last year yep. uh, for months because of uh, since, oh, yeah. um, the concussions. You never know, and I, I don't know the severity of it, and everything is unique, and every every player and situation is unique. Uh, something tells me that you know Kevin Love is likely to play in this series, but without him, good heavens, LeBron cannot take on the world, and he's taken on the best team in the world, and I just don't see it being very competitive. So in that sense, it's not good for the NBA, but if love were healthy and the, the hey look let's let's look at it another way adam silver the nba commissioner has talked about reseeding they're considering taking the top 16 teams eight in the west eight in the east and reseeding and mm. not taking the conference uh alignment into consideration so you'd have the, oh that would be yeah, yeah, i remember him talking about and, that and, and yeah. work it that way you could have had rockets warriors in the nba finals had it had it played out that way as it should have in many people's eyes because they were clearly uh, going in the best two teams. And it, you know, the, it worked I, out I, like, I, I actually not. You know, I, this is the first time I'm hearing hearing of it, but I, I actually support that. You know, if you remember the old days, like in baseball before. 1969, when they, they finally had divisions, it was just, you know, the top AL, top NL, and it seemed like it was always the, the Yankees and the Dodgers, you know, in, in, the, in the 50s for a long time. It was. 40s and 50s. Um, and, and again, it was a little bit frustrating, I would think. Dropping back for a second on, on the Cavaliers, and I'm playing devil's advocate here, you know, again, I don't think they stand any chance against the Warriors, but you have to remember, they played well down the stretch. They played. They they swept a very good Toronto team, which yeah. was inexperienced. They won two huge games against a very good Indiana team. One yep. of them on the road, and they beat a Celtics team that, granted, wasn't at full strength and was green and had less experience. But they beat him in Boston in Game Seven. So I wouldn't discount them entirely. Maybe they yeah. get. Maybe they steal a, a win. Maybe they get a win. Oh, maybe even I, two. I, I, but I, 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 I winning this whole thing, no. But. To say that they're completely outclassed, you know, that's the wonderful thing about sports. You never know. Get a little break. I don't think it's going to be a sweep by the. the I don't. You know. think, I think four to one. I think that's reasonable. Rich, you, you agree or you think? Yeah, it's sweep? I, I think I think Cleveland maybe wins one game when they're down three zero at home. But hey, I mean, bite I, my tongue when I say this. <laughs> but if Steph Curry rolls an ankle, or yeah. Kevin Durant yeah. bangs his elbow, and I mean, you never know in yeah, any true. of these in these series what could unfold and so uh, barring the unforeseen uh i i don't think the cavaliers have uh, a chance in the world of winning a title they have maybe a remote chance of winning one game and it's the most lop this is the most lopsided finals matchup that i can recall mm. and i've been what, what are the odds make of the odds makers well, uh, i'll just say this i heard I, what, Go ahead, Rich. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Warriors you... in Game One, and we'll be, we'll be uh, you know playing this twelve points uh, or something day yeah. later or two days later. Yeah. Our twelve point favorites is the biggest uh, you know uh, margin on on the odds makers for an opening game of the NBA Finals in 
in decades. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's interesting. I, well, I was going to say, 38 writers from ESPN who cover the NBA, 38 of them, and that, this includes yeah. all, the, all the NBA cities, not one of them picked the Cavaliers. Okay. Well, I guess what I'm getting at is, uh, like, Vegas, what are the odds? Not in game one, but just, like, you know, Cavs are 1 in 100, 1 in 25. I mean, I, I don't know what the odds are on that. Well, let's put that with the Las Vegas Golden Knights. Remember, they were five hundred to one to win yeah. the Stanley Cup, and now they're in the finals. And they've so, won, the, uh, and they won the first game. Ever. Yeah, yeah, it's That's amazing. Nice. Ah, if I was a betting man, uh, ah. I'd stay away from that. You're gonna be like that. Uh, what is it? That that uh, Harold Melvin the Blue Notes. Bad luck. That's what you got. That's what you got. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you're showing your age. Oh, in my I know. 1973. I remember that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, you were just a kid. <laughs> I was 13. Yeah, that's. I, I said you were just a kid. B- Benny and the Jets. Yeah, and Benny and the Jets. Jet by, Rich, uh, Richie and I were we were right in the middle of college. We were having a great time. You know, with the big hair and the the crazy clothes. And you know, did, did you have? The, I even had hair then. Yeah. You did. You did. Yeah. Did I've, seen, I've seen shoes? pictures. I've seen. I didn't wear platform, platform shoes, but I wore the the big bell bottoms. Bell bottoms and the. Cr- <laughs> I worked in TV sports for a while, and I used to wear the craziest outfits. My wife saw an old tape, and she just broke out laughing. <laughs> oh, don't show it she, to your kids. She said, oh, I showed it to my daughter. Oh, she, she thought loses it was funny. all respect. Yeah. Okay, hey, it's guys. like Ron Burgundy, Anchorman. Oh, yeah. Same, same right. era, 1970s. <laughs> Crazy. All right, this is our last trivia yeah, question yeah. here. What year did China win its first Olympic medal? Ooh. Not gold medal, just win its first medal. You're medal. talking about Taiwan China or Red China? Hmm. I guess it's good question. Just, okay, we don't know. It's okay. the People's Republic. Probably, I'm yeah, sorry. don't don't People's touch that. Republic. Sorry, don't touch that dial. Sports Econ One Hundred One. We'll be right back My with bad. some closing comments. <laughs> when you struggle with credit card bills every month, you're not just in debt. Debt is all around you. I see people every day that are on the brink. They're going to go over the edge, and at the bottom is bankruptcy, and we pull them back. At the Debt Helpline, we're experts at helping you resolve your debt problems and become free of debt. We can help you pay off your debt and give you one lower monthly payment that you can afford. You do get to consolidate your payments. You only have to worry about making one payment a month instead of making three or four or five. If you have $5,000, $10,000 or more in credit card bills, call the Debt Helpline now for a free confidential debt analysis. 800-957-6063. 800-957-6063. Call the CESI Debt Helpline right now for a free confidential debt review. 800-957-6063. 800-957-6063. Are you an inventor who would like to try to have an invention or idea patented and submitted to companies? But you don't know what to do next. Call for free information from InventHelp. InventHelp, a leading inventor service company, has been helping inventors since 1984 and has sales offices located in more than 60 cities nationwide. You'll want to talk to the company that has helped secure more than 7,000 invention patents. So call InventHelp. Even if you have an idea for improving an existing product and don't know where to go with it, you'll still want to call InventHelp for free information. You'll find out how InventHelp may assist you in trying to patent your invention and submit it to companies. So call now. Call InventHelp at 1-800-316-1738. That's 1-800-316-1738. Get your free information by dialing 1-800-316-1738. That's 1-800-316-1738. 1-800-316-1738.
Are you a business owner or an individual who owes the IRS? Then be prepared to write down an important phone number. Do you owe $10,000 or more in back taxes? Do you need to file back tax returns? Are you dealing with bank levies and wage garnishments? It's time to deal with your IRS problem today. Call Certified Tax Tax Representation now. Certified Tax Tax Representation, Inc. represents clients just like you in all 50 states. They will contact the IRS on your behalf the same day that you become a client, and you can become a client immediately. It's time for you to face your IRS problems. Think about how great you're going to feel when you're represented by a company who's an advocate for you, who knows the law, who also will contact the IRS the same day you become a client. Call today for your free, no obligation consultation. Call now, 1-800-999-1064. That's 1-800-999-1064. Not all cases are typical and some may not qualify. The consultation is free and so is the call, so call right now. 1-800-999-1064. That's 1-800-999-1064. Welcome back to Sports Econ 101. Last time for today, I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Bruce McGowan. Third trivia question. What year did China win its first Olympic medal? Want to take a stab at that one, Richie? 1990. No, but you're not far off. 1984. Wow. And what was the sport? Uh, Chopsticks? No, (laughs) I don't know. I'm just kidding. No, I I don't know. I just uh, know the answer to the trivia question. (laughs) Oh, okay. Well, that's all right. 1984. I'll bet it was was gymnastics. 1984 was Los Angeles, and the Soviet Union at the time boycotted because we had boycotted the Winter Olympics in in, uh, 1980. Yeah. No, no, summer. Because remember, yeah. in 1980s was the Miracle on Ice. That that's right. That's won. right. So you had yeah. someone. Yeah, Summer. Boy, that's right. I hated that. Man, I was so upset with Jimmy Carter for, for doing that. Yeah. It was I mean, a, again. You know, he made some, some, some He took bad, a knee is what he did yeah, on the field choices, by, by doing that. All right, guys. We're going to cut out for today again. Thanks so much, Richie. Rich, thanks so much for being our guest on Sports. Thank you, guys. Enjoyed it. All right. Yeah, yeah. We're going to say goodbye now. All right. Okay. So here's our thoughts for the day. Thoughts for the day. Thoughts for the day. Great minds discuss ideas. Average minds discuss events, and small minds discuss people. Interesting. Yeah. Well, I guess that's gossiping, what we're right? Unfortunately, though, we're doing the latter these days. Unfortunately, you are correct. Yeah. And teachers open the doors, but you must enter by yourself. Hmm. Where are you getting these things, anyway? I love these. On the internet. It must be true. Again, <laughs> like I said, Mike Williamson, thank you so much. Next time, uh, don't do so much talking, okay? You took over the whole show. This is the best way to watch a radio sports talk show. <laughs> Probably the only one sitting here watching. <laughs> no, 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 it was good. Uh, was give fun. out your website one more time for the sports uh, equipment. Uh, www.agameoftheirown.com. And if you, if, you, if you have any extra sports equipment for the kids, that's yep. the place to go. Yep, thank you. Uh, I'll, I'll let like you know it. how to get to it or get it to the kids. Get it to the kids. All yeah. right. That's it. We're going to wind it up today. Tune in next week to Sports Econ 101. We're going to be discussing sports topics from a business perspective and asking more sports trivia questions. Thanks for listening. On behalf of our team, I'm your host, Edward Brown. We'll see you next week. Good night, America. So long.